Welcome back to Logan Theory. The moon that orbits us so quickly around the Earth, changes signs every two to two and a half days, is the subject of so many different things. It is so multi-layered and faceted within culture and spirituality that we have been ingrained with it in so many ways. And you could list it on and on and on in the different ways that the moon is important to you or to people you know or culture or society in general. But in my studies with astrology, I've come to find that the moon means different things than what I think I've heard uh, spread around about the moon, uh, you know, throughout spirituality, through culture and whatnot. Now, obviously, if we're talking about lore, it's inconsequential because it has nothing to do with like real life and how you would use it on a daily basis. But in spirituality in general, I hear a lot of misconceptions about when you can manifest. So many people tell you you can only manifest on a new moon. And while I do think if it's something that's brand new and you need an emotionally clear mind and you want to use the power of the sun conjoined with the moon, then I think it's an absolutely good time to manifest. But you can you can manifest almost any time. Like you can manifest past a full moon if you really wanted to where the moon is waning. Uh, a full moon is a good time to manifest if you want to jump on board with the energies. But you'll hear so many people tell you that's a terrible idea. Even an eclipse is a great time. People talk about it being unstable, but you know the energy. So you know how it's going to interact and it's perceived stability. As long as it lines up with whatever it is you're trying to manifest, go for it. I don't I don't know why people are so reticent about it. There's a lot of fear that goes with the moon in general. Even in astrology, we talk about Neptune being the ruler of fear uh, because it has to do with the unknown and being afraid of the unknown. But the moon is also fierce when it comes to things that are deep down personal. Uh, they have to do with the past, with trauma, with lineage. That's something that is core to us. And while the moon means a lot of things like nurturing and mothering and family, the actual home and things of that nature, it even represents the public as a whole on a privatized scale. Um, I believe that more people should learn about how the moon interacts with other energies and impacts you on a daily basis within astrology. Because yes, we learn about ourselves and how to deal with the world and how to understand why we've done the things that we've done by learning our own natal charts and our own astrology. But so many astrologers, so many people into astrology, websites, reports, whatnot, stop there. And I'm always like, that can't be it. It can't just be a black and white, here it is, this is you, and there's nothing you can do about it with astrology. I've always had that mindset that there's more to it. Like now that I understand something, because this has always been my... Uh, MO with everything is once I understand something fully, it becomes putty in my hands and I can do anything with it. And the same goes with astrology. Energy is energy. And when there's lower, middle, higher, and highest frequencies, however you delineate it, um, that means that it doesn't have to be the lowest vibrational setting, which is what it defaults to. It can be anything you want it to be. And that's what part of manifesting is. So understanding yourself through the energies of astrology is an amazing thing and you should absolutely do it. But then what? Well, it's to live a better life. It's to be more emotionally mature and stable. It's to find a way to navigate this human existence that we're supposed to be living. And yes, a lot of people take spiritualism to an extreme where they're checking out of the physical human experience, which is actually way out of balance, right? They need to come back and they need to bring in physical, mental, and emotional back into the equation. But let me get back to the moon because that does rule, at least in part, but in, in many ways, the emotional part that we're talking about here. And that's your emotions and how you deal with it. And not only your emotions, but your relationship with emotions. 
I think that subtext has been kind of brushed under the rug a little too frequently because it's not just how are you emotional, but when emotions come up, how do you deal with them? And that's extremely important in understanding your lunar positioning in your chart. And there are so many misconceptions about the moon, including, like I said, um, the phases and everything like that, and when you can manifest. But what is it actually? Well, one of the main things, and the reason why I watch moon transits all the time in my own life is because the moon is not your moon, right? It's only your moon in your natal chart or in your progress chart, relocated chart. But the transit moon is the moon. And that's an ex that's a very important delineation you have to make between your moon and the moon. Your moon, again, is in your chart, how you handle emotions, your family, so and so on. The moon is the celestial body, that rock that is orbiting so quickly around the planet that creates a pressure, an outward force inward on you that always manifests in a person's um, interference with your life or an event. That's the only two things that happen with the moon. It is an, it's an influence. It is not your emotion. So many people say the moon is in Leo, so you're going to emotionally be happy. No, no, no. The moon's in Leo, so themes of Leo are going to come about within personal interactions or events that are going to trigger an emotional reaction within you. And then you react accordingly and you may vibe with that energy and have a Leo moment, but you're always going to be your moon and your relationship to your moon. I have an Aquarius moon. I'm not going to suddenly be Leo emotional. It's just that the themes that are going to happen within that interaction have Leo themes, but I'm still an Aquarius moon and how I handle it is that way. How I choose to react is the knowledge and that foresight of knowing when the moon comes up here and interacts with some of my planets, if it's a square to my Saturn, it could be somebody con uh, literally bringing up conflict with something that I have authority over, especially since mine's in my third house, something I've said of authority, my identity, anything of that nature, and that conflict becomes very obvious and evident and creates that emotional reactionary situation that you had, you then have to decide, will I be reactionary to it in an emotional state or will I be prepared and know that this is coming up and I need to handle it accordingly? And you have the choice and this is the beauty of the moon because of how frequently it switches positions and how fast it travels is you can choose not to react. You know it's coming, you're going to feel like you want to, but you also know that in most cases, if you wait three, four, five, six hours, that the moon will leave its orb of influence within whatever planet is impacted, and therefore that energy will go away. And then you can come back and react to that thing. So it could be that like a bill comes in the mail and you like, ah, I gotta call customer service. Wait a minute, hold on. How is it impacting you in your chart? Should you call right now or is this gonna make you more irate? If you wait five hours, Will the moon leave that orb of influence off of that significant event that just happened that caused that emotional reaction and allow you to come back in a different manner and then actually get something done? Because if it is impacting certain planets, it may get worse for you or you may realize that you're at a standstill and the people on the other end of the phone are gonna be like, sorry, nothing we could do. And if you notice, and you wait and you actually try this out, you'll see because I've done it in my own life. This is why I'm not stressed out and a ball of anxiety like I used to be. I watch moon transits. I watch them so much. 
uh, every day. Whenever something comes up, I pull up on my phone, where's the moon? I look at the current planets on Astro. I see where it is. I know where all my planets are. And then from there, what's the math? What's being impacted? And I can always see it. It's always something immediate. Never, never in my course of of practicing astrology in the last six to seven years, have I ever seen the moon not impacting something in my chart, but a situation here causing an emotional reaction? Never. Because the moon is real, it is impacting you, and you should understand what that is. And I'm going to be teaching a class very soon, by the time you hear this, I may already have it out, that is going to be all about the moon, what the moon represents, the moon transits, how you deal with moon transits, but also the nodes, which are uh, the point in time during the orbit that the moon crosses the ecliptic with the past one being your default setting on a very um, personal uh, emotional level and the north node being the uncomfortable area out of your comfort zone that you need to achieve to be able to balance yourself out. And by the way, the south node and north node are not to be, you know, out of balance. You're not supposed to leave the south node and go find the north node that I've seen, I've heard other astrologers say. No, you're supposed to balance it out and bring that north node in so that you can have the best of both worlds and round yourself out emotionally uh, within the context of you know your personalized environment. And then there's Lilith, Black Moon Lilith, which is a point, the apogee or the furthest point that the moon is away from the Earth at the time during its er its orbit and that tells you where you're uncaged where you're unhinged where you are raw and it does translate into like sexual energy it translates into defiance of authority it is where you are emotionally unbounded should you not be considering uh, morality sometimes, uh, societal impact, rules, regulations, anything like that. If you were just a raw being without any guidance, that is your Lilith. And sometimes you have to bring that Lilith in to get things done and to satiate your moon placement so that you feel a bit more you and you're not platonic towards the world and platonic towards your experiences. It, it really does uh, trigger yourself, but it, it's <laughs> Black Loom, Mac, bleh, I can't speak. BML, Black Moon Lilith, can easily go to extremes and you do have to watch it that it doesn't get out of hand and wreak chaos uh, because it does have that like Red Hawk type vibe where it will come in and smash everything to obliterin, obliterin, obliterate to oblivion is what I was trying to say. So it's all about how you use this energy daily, right? It's all about where's the moon, how's it impacting, should I react to this or should I not? Because the moon does, I call the moon a little biatch sometimes because it does bring in agitating events and circumstances that you now have to deal with. Sometimes it ultimately can be good, sometimes it's just an agitation that you really shouldn't be dealing with, especially when it comes to people online, your social media, um, just random people on the street. Sometimes you have to realize where it is, realize their pain and have compassion for them, have empathy for them. And it can, it, it can make you acknowledge those things too and bring out the empathy in you after first creating that reactionary, um, like F you dude kind of vibe, right? So you gotta listen to it. Sometimes you won't get things done when the moon hits a certain place. If Again, if you wait a little bit, you can. And you wanna watch the alignment because it's really good for manifesting uh, different things in your life and divine timing of saying, if I do it at two o'clock uh, on a Tuesday, you know, a specific Tuesday, obviously, you know, this will happen or won't happen for me. If I wait until like 10 o'clock PM, assuming that everything can still line up that way, uh, it's like golden. So I'm going to wait till 10 and I'm going to do this and you will see 
the energies play out in your favor when you're using the moon in a positive way. You have to consider all transits and aspects. So it's not obviously just the moon. It's also where's everything else? Where's Chiron? What's it aspecting? What's aspecting in your chart? What else is transiting and aspecting? Because the moon transiting around, hitting something of yours, but also hitting something else is going to bring that other theme into the equation. So you want to look at everything, obviously. And uh, honestly, I use transits, moon transits specifically, on an, it <laughs> feels like sometimes an hourly basis, but it's a daily basis. A couple times a day, I will look, especially as things creep up. Like I'm not like glued to the screen to see where the moon is, but as I notice things around me, I double check to see, should I move forward with this, should I not? And then I have you know a mental note of where the moon's been the past couple of days, what's coming up soon, and the things that I'm trying to do this week, so to speak, what day should I really do it? What time should I do it? I pay attention all pay attention to all of that because at the end of the day, we don't want to be blindsided by um, agitating circumstances and people coming and being rude to us or mean or challenging us. Sometimes those challenges can lead to a breakthrough, but sometimes it's literally just opposition or misunderstandings. That's a big one. If you look at quincunxes, sometimes that energy just can't be fused together in that moment. And you either have to come back to it or you have to address the fact, why are these things happening like this? So it's good to understand it. Again, you can take that class, you can understand it a bit more. And the whole point is to not be a reactionary rage monster and to have a more level-headed emotional experience in this lifetime. And all of that put together will help you vibe higher.